and welcome to the Christian Formation Podcast. I'm Raven, and I'm here with Andrew, one of the pastors here at Providence Church, and Sydney, our Kids Ministry Director. The goal of this podcast is to form disciples to live all of life with the presence of God, and we do this through conversations about theology, culture, and stories. Today, we're discussing our kids' ministry. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are currently recording on what will be the hottest day in months. <laughs> I mean, what? It's May, but it's supposed to be 90 degrees. I did see that. Isn't that crazy? crazy? And also, not only is it the hottest day, but it's also the first day that we get to have Sydney on the podcast. Hello. We're excited to have you here. Excited to be here. Sid, have you ever been on a podcast before? Any no, this is my first, my rookie debut. Here we oh, go. I love it. Well, since this is your first time on, can you give people a little bit about you? Just kind of tell us who you are and also describe your job a little bit here at Providence. Yeah. So... As Raven was saying, my name is Sydney Heitkamp. I have come to Providence since the very beginning. So about what, almost five years ago? Yeah, almost. Um, well, actually, probably five because you joined like during the core team phase. Mm-hmm. So it's probably been about five years. Yeah, which is really crazy. Yeah. But um, yes, so I'm the kids ministry director. I took over for kids ministry in 2021. So I've been in this role for a little over a year. I previously worked with kids ministry when Andrea Hornacek was the head of it and I was under her doing some volunteer stuff and then in 2021 we kind of swapped roles so nice yeah Yeah, so give people a little bit about you what your family's like also any hobbies or anything yeah so I'm married to my husband Zach we've also been married for about five years we got married that same summer that Providence launched yep and I have two kids Eliana she will be two in a couple weeks and will just turn five months oh that's so exciting yeah so got two littles i was gonna say don't you have a birthday tomorrow tomorrow (gasps) that's exciting thank you what a birthday present that you're on the podcast i get to do this your dream (laughs) oh my word do you guys have any plans what are you gonna do I have no idea. Okay. Probably not. It's a Tuesday. So <laughs> it's we'll, a Tuesday. We'll just like make it through, but oh my word. Hopefully everybody that listens to this will now come up to you. It'll be weeks after your yeah, birthday, sure. but they'll come up and say a delayed happy birthday. So make sure you do I that. So you go special. tell Sydney happy birthday. <laughs> but we have Sydney on this podcast episode to talk about kids ministry because we actually received a question from one of our listeners who essentially asked us whether or not we should have kids ministry or if we should just have kids in our Sunday gathering, which Sid, what's your reaction to that when you hear that of, should we even have a kids ministry? Um, yes. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would I think, hope you would say that well, yeah. as a leader of the kids ministry. Uh, yes. I do think kids ministry is very important, but it's an interesting question a little bit because at Providence we do both, right? Like we do mm. have family Sundays. So we do encourage kids to be in service with their parents, with the rest of big kid church. Uh, that's probably what I'll refer to it as the Sunday gathering is big kid church. Cause in my <laughs> world, that's what makes sense to little kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kids ministry is really important, really close to my heart. We love, we, as in all of our kids ministry leaders and volunteers, we just love teaching kids about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we feel like it's so important to tell them about God's character and the truths about him right away when they're little so that they have these little nuggets. They get, that they get mm-hmm. to hold on to and learn about and grow as they grow up. Yeah, that's good. Andrew, I know that you kind of had this discussion with someone in our church either a few months ago or maybe a week ago or something. Can you flesh out that argument of why this person was wondering whether or not we should have a kids ministry? 
Yeah. Well, the first time actually was months ago, maybe even a year ago, that this question got brought up. And I think the question at the core is getting at, should we divide the church? Like, so church, that word in the New Testament, it means a gathering or an assembly or some sort of meeting. And so I think the question is, hey, if kids are a part of our church and a part of our family as a community, Mm -hmm. then should we really be dividing that? Should they be in? And I also think there is good evidence and stuff that you see if kids can see not only their parents worshiping Jesus, but other adults and there's other influences. I think the argument goes, could it be helpful to have them in a gathering with a bunch of adults that are worshiping Jesus, hearing the word of God, all that stuff together. So I think one is not to divide and two is to kind of let the, you know, the, the whole church's faith and their engagement with the Lord on a Sunday actually rub off on kids in that gathering. So mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, I think that's probably the the questions that are kind of rattling around that are causing the question to say, hey, should we be doing this or should we not? Yeah, which I think is a really good question yeah. and something to ponder, which said before we recorded this episode, you had said that you actually grew up that way that kids ministry was separate from big church essentially yeah so i grew up in a lutheran church in a small town so the way we structured it was we had our first service in the morning and then there was about an hour break for kids and some adults to go to sunday school and then the kids would be in the service at the later service if they went to it too so i did grow up with it separate yeah did you like that or what was your take on that i guess i don't have a preference. I think it was just normal at the time. I didn't know any different. So then when we came to, well, City Light five years ago, and then now Providence, it was like, oh, they do it at the same time. Like for Mm -hmm. me, that was different just because it was different than how I grew up. But I think both ways have value. It just depends on how you structure your morning. Right. Yeah. I had never really considered not having kids ministry. So, or sorry, not having a kids ministry meeting at the same time as the gathering or just having kids in the gathering, because I do think there's a lot of value in having kids have their own time where they can study Bible verses or sing songs or spend time together. But then I also see the value of them being in big church as well. Yeah, I think for me it was hard because I grew up in a little Lutheran church too that did mm-hmm. it the same way where, you know, I remember as a little kid sitting in the service and then going to Sunday school or whatever. Mm-hmm. The hard part is I have probably a bad experience with that because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think as a little kid, I probably thought it was fun maybe to go to Sunday school. But yeah. as I got older, I didn't really like sitting in church and I didn't really like going to Sunday school. So it was kind of a whole bad, bad experience, experience the whole morning. So I'm probably a little bit jaded towards that. But I mean, overall, I, I do get it. And I think that's probably the heart there is like, hey, have all the family come. I mean, I remember week after week sitting in church, you know, as a, well, as a baby for Mm -hmm. sure, I obviously don't remember that, but even as like a four five, six year old, you know, you just sit there and you learn how to be quiet and you learn how to color. And I remember playing like under the pews and like, you just kind of did that. And I don't know what it was like for my parents. I mean, I'm sure it was a little bit annoying, but over time you do, you just learn, like I have to be quiet for an hour and Mm -hmm. I have to kind of figure out how to sit here and play or do something. And then, yeah, I think the Sunday school is helpful in that it also gives adults a chance to either like connect and talk or do like an adult Sunday school class and some mm-hmm. sort of education thing. And so 
I do think there's some value to that. Obviously, you know, we're not persuaded enough to do it because <laughs> right. we don't. But I do think there is some value for sure in this question and even in that model of keeping um, the whole family together mm-hmm. in a worship gathering. Yeah. Well, so you had said you guys aren't persuaded enough to where we're doing that at Providence. Why is that? Why do you see value in having kids ministry at the same time as our Sunday gathering? Sydney, teach us. <laughs> Persuade <Yeah>. us. <laughs> Persuade us. Yeah. So as I was thinking about this, or as we were, you know, talking beforehand, we just think it's important for parents to have time to sit under teaching where they can, you know, sit and soak in the message and the experience of Sunday gatherings. Mm-hmm. But also we do want to have time for kids to learn about Jesus in ways that they will be able to absorb mm-hmm. and understand and teach the gospel at a level that a kindergartner can learn, but also a two-year-old, you know, two-year-olds mm-hmm. can say Jesus. They're learning how to express names and then learning how to pray. Right now, Ellie's learning right. how to pray. And it's, you Aww. know, it's a silly prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, the kitchen or the toys I got mm-hmm. to play with today. But she's thinking about it, right? She's processing it. So we're trying to teach at different age levels so that they can grasp the gospel where they're at, or at least hear little nuggets that starts to build along Mm. the way. Yeah, I think that's really good. And too, I feel like my brain goes to volunteers as well. Mm -hmm. Like our church's children get to basically learn from people in our church. And it also equips people in our church to then learn how to teach the gospel in really simple ways too. So I feel like that is also a benefit as well. Yeah, we have really great volunteers Yeah, all of our kids ministry volunteers spend time each week learning this lesson that they're going to teach to either whatever age group of classroom that they're in. And more often times than not, a teacher will tell me, oh, hey, that lesson was actually really good and it ministered to my heart, too. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's like the truth is still there, whether no matter what age you're teaching. And it's good that God's word is good for the five-year-old and it's good for the 25-year-old who's sitting there teaching. And yeah, a lot of times they just say, this really impacted me too. I needed to hear this this morning. Yeah, I think the the argument for kids being in the service and seeing people worship Jesus, I, th- I think that's valid. And that is why we do Family Sundays right, to have right. kids in the gathering and to see that. I think one of the reasons I'm persuaded away from that is that what you're saying is I do think there's more value to some of our volunteers that usually aren't, well, it's almost never the kid's actual parent or Mm -hmm. even parents in general, but just other people in the church that are there serving, teaching, playing with them. And I think that has a huge impact. And I think that, you know, even for my oldest son, Jethro, I mean, he has like an actual relationship with some of those volunteers and he knows that these, you know, in some of his classes, it can be 20 something year old men or women that do love Jesus, that are trying to teach him, that play with him, that invest in him, that actually like care about him. And that has like a real impact on how he views the church. And I think as he grows up, as he goes through the kids ministry to see, you know, and especially for him as a boy, if he can see a 25 year old, you know, single guy or a college student who loves Jesus and wants to help other people see who Jesus is. I mean, I want that to rub off on him so that that's always in his brain that, you know, this isn't just something that mom and dad tell me I should do or something for older people or whatever. But like, you know, this is something that as I'm growing up, I'm seeing other, not only kids, but people a life stage or two ahead of me that's also like passionate about Jesus Mm -hmm. I think is really impactful yeah and I love kind of as you were saying our volunteers 
Some are moms, some are dads, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Some are college kids, some are young adults. I mean, we just have such a wide variety of kids ministry teachers that it is awesome that the kids in our church get to recognize the volunteers on Sundays when they're not even their teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, there's Miss Sadie. Oh, hey, there's Mr. Zach. You know, there's other volunteers that may not be teaching on that week that our kids are getting to know and are getting invested in to where then they can see when they do go sit in big kid church. Oh, hey, I can talk to Mr. Zach or, oh, hey, mm-hmm. I can talk to whoever is our volunteer for that week. Right. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think it connects the church in a greater way because it's really easy with having city groups, such as our family on mission where they'll normally meet during the week. You can get so siloed into those small groups and the kids might just know the people in those groups. And so to be able to kind of cross lines, so to speak, and have people from all over our church be able to invest and pour into their lives is really cool. And I feel like it actually connects our church in more of a familial way too. Yeah. And another thing that is really great about having a set time for kids is the kids get to make friends with the other kids in their classroom. So as you were saying, you know, they might be friends with a couple other kids that are in their city group, maybe. But like right now in our pre-K room, we had 17 kids in that class Mm. last week. So, (laughs) you know, that's 17 opportunities for kids or 16, I guess, 16 opportunities for that kid to make friends with somebody else who's a part of the church. So it's just awesome that they get to build their own relationships and their own community and foster those. I've talked to a couple of your volunteers over the last couple of weeks that have said just how the kids is like questions and their thoughts about God has just been so encouraging even for them or like, you know, I mean, kids just, they ask kind of what seems like random questions, but they're like these like deep questions that then, you know, as a Christian, you're trying to think through, okay, what is the actual answer to that? And how do we like make that understandable? And again, you mentioned this before, but you know, when I was at City Light for a few years and I was learning how to like preach and teach, there was a number of times where I would go into the kids ministry on a Sunday morning and I would do their little Bible lesson in five to 10 minutes, you get a story and you have to figure out, okay, what's the main like idea of this story? What does this show us about God and the gospel? And how do I make that make sense to a five-year-old? And it was really good practice. Like, it's just really good to figure out how to do that. And obviously then as a parent, like you learn that all the time that you're always trying to do that with everything, but it was just so good for me and my own faith to figure out not, you know, how do you just say what's either on the surface or what is like kind of high level things, but how do you take what's really good and really deep and make it really clear for a kid? And, and honestly, that's just been good for my soul. And that's kind of what your volunteers were saying that Mm -hmm. getting some of those questions from kids is just really good for your own faith and your own understanding understanding of the gospel. And when you have to clarify that for a five-year-old, it just kind of clicks in a new way in your brain of like, oh yeah, you know, that, that <laughs> yeah. is good. And that's simple. And yeah. and it can be deep, but it can also be communicated clearly and simply. So we said that it can be really helpful for your own faith. And a lot of people can benefit from serving in kids ministry, but also not everyone's going to feel called to serve in the kids ministry. So what should their role be with the kids ministry or even with kids in our church? On Sundays, Sydney doesn't have a category for people not serving in kids. <laughs> ministry. Everybody can Everyone. serve in kids ministry. No, just kidding. Or would you encourage everyone to serve in kids ministry? It's a good question. 
Well, first of all, volunteer plug. We always need volunteers. Mm -hmm. I will always take a kid's volunteer if anybody has any desire to sign up. She'll run a background check on you, though. So yeah. just so you know. Hey, safety. Come on. <laughs> right. I love it. So not, not everyone. If you got a background, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But no. for most people. Yeah. So, okay, for volunteers, we we really do have... You know, they have to get a background check. They have to pass an application. They have to pass referrals or reference checks because we do want to be able to trust the people who are ministering to our kids. We want to be able to trust your theology. That way you are giving true and right theology yeah, to our kids. Good. We have a lot of safeguards in place just to keep them safe on a Sunday morning. But most of the time, if you have a heart to teach kids about Jesus, or honestly, if you just love Jesus yourself, kids ministry, there's enough guidance and structure around it that, you know, you don't have to be a super scholar and know every Bible verse and know everything to be able to teach kids. You just really need to have a heart for Jesus mm. and be willing to spend a little bit of time to prepare the lesson, which it's given to you, you know, you just want to become familiar with it. So you are ready for those kind of random questions that you may get from mm -hmm. a first grader or whatever. So yeah, we just tell our volunteers to prioritize their relationships with Jesus and um, want them to know God and love him. That's good. I think that's helpful to know the requirements of volunteers because yes, it's not just anyone in a sense, but at the same time, all are welcome to apply to go yeah. through the process. And we really love having them there. But for those who decide, okay, I'm not going to be a kids ministry volunteer. How should they then interact with the children in our church or at least view the kids ministry? Because as we're saying, we value kids ministry and we want to support it. So what does that tangibly look like for people in our church who aren't volunteering each Sunday in the kids ministry? I mean, pray for our kids, right? We want mm -hmm. all of our kids to come to know Jesus, whether it's through our kids' ministry or just through the nuggets that we've placed in their hearts along the way. So obviously prayer, we want people to pray for the volunteers. It's a tough job and it takes a lot of time and effort. Mm -hmm. So we do want them to pray or if there's supporting ways, Every now and then, you know, we'll ask for new supplies or we'll ask for toy donations or book donations. So mm. there's like other run of the mill ways that the big church can, but how to interact with kids. I mean, say hi. Don't be yeah. afraid to say hi. Kids love to talk and we'll tell you a story about whatever. We've just started during the 11 a.m. service having our second through fifth graders actually sit in worship in the big in the big kid gathering um that we have a little reserved spot for them they're sitting with volunteers but if you see them that morning say hey welcome yeah. them to worship welcome them during the meet and greet introduce yourself again we just want to build connections between kids and the big kid church so they can kind of be swept up underneath our wings and mm -hmm. learn most of the time kids don't learn something by saying hey we're going to teach you this today they learn by watching they learn by That's listening good. they learn just by absorbing so yeah interact say hey make them feel welcome in whatever little ways that you want to say hey yeah, I think that is really good. The other thing maybe I'd add to that is to continually encourage parents. I would say for parents in general, most parents are probably insecure about their kids or how they're parenting or they're frustrated that something's going on or there's something, you know, their kid's been acting out recently or something's going on. And when you come to Sunday, as much as we try to promote 
a culture of grace and like you don't have to prove anything. There still just is this little like if your kid's the one who's acting out or your kid hits the other kid or you're whatever, <laughs> like all these things happen. I think just to encourage parents in that, I think one huge encouragement is what you said of like taking an interest in a kid and, and not, I mean, obviously in appropriate ways and whatever, but just like saying hi, like you said, or, you know, after the gathering, they all have their little color sheets that they did, like asking them what they colored or something they learned. And they may not, you know, know what to say too much right away or whatever. But over time, which I've seen with my own son, like over time, people that have just talked to him most Sundays, eventually he gets like really excited to mm-hmm. talk to them. And that's fun for them. That's an encouragement for me. And anytime that people say an encouragement to a parent, again, you don't know what's been going on that morning already. You don't know what's been going on the last couple of weeks. And so if, you know, something comes to mind and you can encourage, a parent. I think that's also a way to build into just the family ministry at the church. Yeah. And encouraging volunteers. Like I said, our volunteers mm-hmm. put in a lot of effort on Sundays, whether that's activities or setup or a teardown or teaching the lesson. So yeah, give them a shout out to tell them good job. Tell them mm-hmm. thank you for serving because they put in a lot of effort as well. Thank you for joining us today. The goal of the Christian Formation Podcast is to form disciples to live all of life with the presence of God. And we do this through conversations about theology, culture, and stories. If you want to find out more about us, check us out at providenceomaha.org. If you have podcast topics, comments, or questions, please email us at formation at providenceomaha.org. We'll see you next week.